Welcome to an American view of British science fiction with your host Stephen Kelly. Coming to you from near Kansas City, Missouri, this is an American view of British science fiction. As Robot Lady said, my name is Stephen Kelly. I'm going to be your host tonight, and uh, we're just going to kind of chit-chat a little bit. Um, I don't really have a formal episode planned, but I wanted to go ahead and start this up and just do a little bit of an introduction. Um, I've been writing this blog of the same name for quite a while. And I just kind of wanted to get something else out there because sometimes I really don't have the time to sit down and type out articles as much as I would like. Um, so I figured throw down some audio. I've done a few podcasts in the past. I started out um, with one of my friends, Tommy. We actually threw together a podcast called The Nixed Report, um, which is mostly like Unix and overlooked pop culture type news. He uh, he still does it. I'm an occasional host on there. I actually did like the first some odd episodes with him, but then work happened and I was unable to actually meet up constantly to do it. But um, then probably about a year ago, well, not, not quite a year ago, a while back I had a some friends and I got together and started a podcast called Triangle Face Podcast. So that's another one. Um, that one is currently on a little bit of a hiatus. We're still doing it, but we haven't um, had a chance to meet together for a while. I actually moved away from everybody, so it's been kind of hard to you know drive an hour and 30 minutes or something to <laughs> record. But... Um, I've always wanted to do a podcast for this website, and especially since I'm a, such a big fan of British science fiction, I always kind of felt that it's kind of underrepresented in a lot of media. Now, you know, granted, ever since Doctor Who came back, there's tons of Doctor Who stuff out there. Doctor Who blogs, Doctor Who, you know, I'm so honestly surprised there's not like after shows like they have for the walking dead and stuff it's just crazy but there might be some fans of that show or some other stuff that actually don't know that there's actually a lot more out there um a lot more that either hasn't come out over here ever or it was on tv such a long time ago that no one remembers it that kind of stuff and that's actually the purpose of this blog i mean i have readers from the uk i have readers from australia pretty much um, you know, everywhere in the world for the most part, but and consistently I do have some American fans. And one thing that I wanted to kind of do is, uh, for the American fans is kind of point out some new shows, some new books, stuff like that, that they may not know. And for my UK fans and anyone else that might come here, I actually wanted to kind of, uh, show what the general consensus is. 
Um, I, I used to, before I started doing some of the more off the wall stuff, I would get Google searches on the site that would say stuff like, you know, do Americans like red dwarf and do Americans like this and stuff like that. And I can kind of, um, get that information out there. Cause sometimes I listen to, I, I actually listen to a lot of doctor who podcasts and there's kind of a, I think a lot of UK fans are kind of caught off guard that British television is actually popular over here. You know, and it's it's like a cult popularity for the most part, but a lot of us do know, you know, what things are. There is the general population that doesn't, you know, care, basically. Everybody's got funny accents or something. I don't know why I went with a southern accent there, but, you know, there's every country has its kind of, people that aren't going to get into that kind of stuff. And that's not my audience. My audience is maybe people that really like Doctor Who and they want to see something like that that they may not have heard of. And, you know, sometimes I have to... I get recommendations and I have to go online and find uh, TV shows and such by other means than uh, an official way. And I'll point that out. I try not to advocate for that, but it happens. Luckily, a lot of shows and such now are available pretty much for free on Hulu. Well, um, a lot of it's for free, and some of it you you have to do the Hulu Plus membership. Um, BBC actually signed a partnership with them a long time ago that um, they can pretty much air whatever, you know, entire seasons of a lot of their shows, and they kind of jumped over Netflix and a couple other places that do similar stuff as being the central place where if you want to watch a lot of British television, that's where to go. But anyway, went on a long little rant there. But that's pretty much the gist of the site. Um, generally, what I'm going to try to do with this is maybe have a couple little segments, briefly touch on the news, um, go through a little bit of, uh, you know, if anyone wants to send me listener mail, I might go through that. But it's going to be kind of free form, and I do have um, a couple things planned. I've actually got a um, a series coming up next couple episodes that I think you guys will really enjoy, where I'm going to talk about some stuff that um, honestly most fans in the U.S. probably haven't heard of, and most fans in the U.K. probably haven't watched in quite a while. Um, so keep your keep your eyes out for that. Um, I'm going to try to post this every Wednesday, so. Be on the lookout. Now, before I get going too far, I kind of wanted to go a little bit off topic here. Um, last week, I was heading to work, and I ended up, um, I work in an office building, and I don't always have time to mess with my phone right when I get ready to go up there. So I'm kind of looking at my message, and my phone had blown up. And I'm just kind of like, well, I don't have time to mess with this. So I put it on my belt, and got to work and kind of noticed that the general consensus with my friends was that they had announced earlier that day that Leonard Nimoy had passed away. And um, I remember the day before, my wife and I were listening to Sirius XM. They have a station on there called First Wave, and the DJ, who's a British transplant living in America, was talking about that. And he said that um, news going around was that Leonard Nimoy had been rushed to the ER at some point the day before. And with someone as old as he is, I, I knew that it probably wasn't a good thing. So fast forward to that day, and 
we, um, you know, they broke the news and it pretty much bummed me out all day because I'm right at the age where <laughs> I wasn't alive when Star Trek first went on the air. I was actually born in the early eighties and, um, but what I did have was Star Trek reruns and, I was a bigger fan of Star Trek The Next Generation, still am, but on Sunday mornings, like the local UHF stations would always um, play marathons of the original series of Star Trek, and by far, Spock was always my favorite character. So, having, uh, you know, about a week before he had actually posted on Twitter a message that literally you could tell he probably thought something was up. Um, this is the last Twitter message from Leonard Nimoy. He says, A life is like a garden. Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. Live long and prosper. So, he obviously knew something was going on. He had been diagnosed a couple years ago with COPD, which is chronic respiratory disease. Um, of the lungs, and it's usually caused by smoking, or some people get it from inhaling bad substances and stuff. <clears throat> and I guess his was basically because uh, um, he had chain smoked for a long time and had actually given it up years ago in the late eight or the early eighties. But you know, if you do it for, we'll say, if he smoked constantly for twenty years or something, it, the damage had been done. So he had been battling that and. It basically caused him to retire from acting. His uh, little brief appearances in the, the 2009 and, oh, uh, was it 2013 Star Trek movies actually were kind of just, you know, he had stepped out of retirement to play Spock in there. Um, especially some of the ones where they would have the, the companion Sarah Jane. So when she died of cancer, you know, basically suddenly... That was a pretty big bummer. And it's just kind of, with me being a fan of a lot of older stuff like I am, I'm kind of, it's getting to the point where a lot of these people are in their 60s, 70s, because I love a lot of stuff from 1970, 1980. And you end up getting in this this situation where a lot of your heroes are starting to die, and it's just kind of kind of bums someone out. Um but that's where where we are now. Um, one thing that I would recommend if you haven't done so is, you know, get on there, watch some Star Trek. Basically, uh, one thing that I always loved that he did was a show called In Search Of, which I didn't watch at first run, but there was uh, they either syndicated it or they some channel played it at some point when I was younger, and I remember loving I, when I was a kid before I got kind of uh, skeptical of such things. I was a huge fan of watching stuff about like the Bermuda Triangle and Bigfoot and aliens and all that stuff, and you know Leonard Nimoy was the host of that show, and occasionally I don't think it was like all the time, but occasionally some channels would play episodes of that because it was an older show from the 70s and i know some episodes of it are available on youtube now but just go out there and do that but well now that i've bummed you guys out i figure that's about it for the news tonight um we're gonna go ahead and 
probably cut this episode short just because this is an introductory episode. Um, just real briefly, like I said earlier, I've been a big fan of uh, this kind of stuff since I was a kid. And um, I remember first watching this kind of stuff when I was uh, when I lived in Kansas. I lived on a farmhouse and my mother and I would actually watch the PBS and that's, I just fell in love with Dr. Who at that point. And so, you know, fast forward to, we'll say probably about 2004, 2000, you know, getting close to 2005. And when Dr. Who came back on the air, I got right back into it. Cause at that time, sci-fi had gone, got kind of passe and like, there wasn't really a lot of new shows getting made. And all of a sudden you had, all these great sci-fi shows coming out all at once. And I just kind of got right back into it. So that's where we're at folks. Um, if you do, do me a favor, go ahead and check this podcast out on iTunes. As of right now, I'm going to be submitting it on there so that when we get going with the next couple episodes, it'll go right up. Um, I have a Facebook page. Go ahead and just do a search for an American view of British science fiction. I've got a Tumblr. You can look it up the same way there. I've got pretty much every kind of social media you can think of. Google Plus, I've got that. I've got a Twitter page that I post to occasionally. So just feel free to go to the website, click around a little bit. There's links to everything. You can sign up via email, um, however you want to do it. And I try to update pretty consistently, so especially I have a little self-made initiative to post more often, um, this uh, pretty much from now on, so, you know, it's not going to be dead for a long time. But other than that, I hope everyone has a wonderful week, and come back Wednesday, check your podcatchers, your iTunes, everything else, and there'll be episode two ready. So, for right now, have a good one. Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye-bye.